Welcome and thank you for joining us today on our podcast. I'm Marvin Telemontis, the pastor of River Rock Fellowship. Hope this inspires you and builds up your faith and helps you to see that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to part five of our sermon series simply called The Ten Commandments. I've noted during this whole um, series that the Ten Commandments really should be viewed as a love letter from God to us. And these ten words, we call them commandments, but they really are ten words from God. They really are there truly uh, to be all-encompassing and touching virtually every area of our life. And today especially, it's going to be really talking about the, the very first place we develop relationship with other people it's in family we'll get into that in a little bit but the first four commandments they really focus our attention on our relationship between god and us us to god the next six i notice that the lord gives us six because it's our relationship with ourselves and others and others to us and i think we probably need a little more on that edge well It's not random that the fifth commandment focuses all of our attention on the institution of family, with the authority figures being father and mother. The institution of family, the family unit, it is designed, it is created by God. It is breathtaking. It's everything that we can learn, everything that we can gather, the warmth, the, the kindness, the goodness, the good times, the bad times, everything, it's all rolled up in the family unit. Well, it's so critical in so many different ways that I believe God gave us the fifth commandment to start off how we are to interrelate to people starting with mom and dad. Well, let's look at that fifth commandment. It's in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. And it says, Honor your father and mother. Now, this commandment is so important that it is the only commandment that gives us a reason, that it gives us an explanation as to why it's there to begin with. So let's continue with the verse. Then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Folks, I've taught on the fifth commandment before many times throughout the years. And I've always taught that it's the only commandment that comes with the promise, a reward, a benefit. And that is true. But I want to go back to what I said a little bit earlier. I want us to catch it's the only commandment that God gives an explanation, a reason to why he put it there. It's really, really important and critical for us in so many different ways. You see, if a society is to be built, the next generation, the children, must freely honor their parents so that the society can continue going forward from one generation to the next generation to the next for long, long, long period of time. Now, the opposite is true. 
If you have a society where the next generation, where the children, where they show no honor to the parents, that it's not widely practiced honoring parents, well, then comes a self-destruction, a doom to that society. Before long, you're going to see chaos. You'll see rioting. You'll begin to see all sorts of wickedness and a collapsing of this part and that part and that part of the country and that part of the nation. It all is tied together because the family unit is the nucleus. It's that which holds and binds it all together. Some people think, well, this Old Testament stuff is just Old Testament. doesn't really matter for us. It's not in the New Testament. Well, let's look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 3. It's there that Paul, who wrote the book of Ephesians, writes, and he says, If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on the earth. Folks, this idea of honoring parents, it's not an Old Testament. It's not a New Testament. It's just a Bible truth. It's so truthful that those who honor are able to see their nation flourish and go forward. In our culture, in our current times, the connection between honoring parents to maintaining a civilization, our country just doesn't widely recognize that that's needed. Unfortunately, many of the highly educated folks who happen to be parents, they don't value the need to teach their children to show them honor. For some of these parents, or maybe many of them, the idea of honoring really comes across as, an authoritative figure, and they don't want that kind of social position in their home. And it's sad to say, in today's society, so many parents just want their kids to accept them, to like them, to become friends. It seems like a great idea. But the Bible tells us to tell our kids, to teach them, to honor. See, when they can't honor us, we've actually, well, it's kind of like getting a syringe and putting a whole vial of confusion into their soul. And it's going to cause chaos in their decision-making. And yet, because we love, we were trying to do the right thing. And yet we caused the worst thing. You see, nowhere in the Bible does it command children to like or to accept, for that matter, their parents. We're to honor them. Don't get me wrong, I think kids and parents can have great times and great activities and great fun and great experiences together. But it should never be confused that a parent's a parent and a child's a child. 
And our society has kind of gotten that confused. And in that confusion causes a lot of heartbreak and a lot of destruction. It's interesting, you know, in this commandment, it talks about honoring, but it doesn't say, I command you to love your parents. But the Bible tells us, I command you to love God. It tells us we're to love a stranger, we're to love a neighbor. But it doesn't say that with parents. I don't know about you, but it just makes me scratch my head like, what's going on? And I kind of want to tease you a little bit because we're going to get to that. I I have a whole area where I just want to talk about why isn't that specifically in the fifth commandment. It's incredibly important. It's important for the family dynamic. If you're a child, even an adult child, this will matter to you. And if you didn't have the best of upbringing, it will really matter to you. So hang in there. So let me ask the question. Why is honoring parents so important? Why does God reveal to us that not only for the unique family unit, but even for a civilization to be able to gather together and to do well and to live long as a society, it's based on loving parents. Why is that? I don't know all of the reasons, but one of them for sure is that children need to. It's very helpful for them. To honor is to hold in great respect. It's to hold in high esteem, high regard, to admire, to look up to, to think highly of. And for children, typically that's just not an issue. They uh, have an incredible way to look up to dad as if he is the greatest hero in the world. And then they find out when they get older that dad isn't the strongest man in the world and He isn't the best in that he's human. But it's natural overall to respect and to love our parents. A father and a mother who are not honored in a family unit, well, they're, well, they become nothing more than an adult peer to the kids. They're not parents anymore. Unfortunately, the modern day family is, well, we're fully aware of the repercussions and the terrible consequences when the family unit's not all together. Let's just look at the father aspect to it. For instance, when a father is vacant, boys are far more likely to grow up and commit violent crime. More likely to mistreat women. And to become addicted to destructive substances. And to be harmful to children. I mean their own children. Girls who don't have a, a father. They're not engaged in relationship. Healthy relationship. And nobody to honor. Nobody hopefully to even love as a dad. Um, are more likely to make poor choices, to become violent, to mistreat others, do criminal 
criminal activity. Um, to seek, to really seek the wrong kind of men and to be promiscuous, promiscuous at a very early age. It's important for honoring. Another reason why we need to honor is honoring parents is how nearly all of us came to recognize that, that there is a moral authority above us whom we have to give an account. We realize that God is even higher than mom and dad. And before long, we begin to understand that relational dynamic between our heavenly father and our parents. And it comes so much easier to comprehend and understand the relational bond between God the divine and us, his children. You know, there's yet another reason why honoring parents is so fundamental and critical to a healthy civilization. And I guess you might even can say, you know, socially or politically why this is so important. You see, Germany, back in with Hitler, they decided one of the key ways to take complete control of a nation was to split apart the family unit. So they would take the youth and they would take them and put them in these youth camps and they would fill them with incredible propaganda and separate the child and his, and his or her young mind and pull them away to violate their loyalty to mom and to dad. And now the loyalty, loyalty would be redirected to the dictator of that country. You see, that's how you can destroy or reshape or redesign a nation is by destroying the family unit and that bond that sacred bond. It's holy. It's called the family. Folks, we need the family unit. It is designed by God. Um, I know that sometimes our families, my family, your family, any family, well, it all has warts. Some here, some there. But overall, it's the most beautiful thing we're we get to experience things that you can't experience anywhere else but in family. The good, the hard times, the tough. The, here's the thing. You do it all together. Now, there's a lot of different ways to honor parents. One of the ways, for instance, is to understand we can honor parents because nobody else gets to call mom, mom, or dad, dad, except the kids. It's one of the honors that we have as children is to call them by that title. Everybody else can call them Mr. or Mrs. or call them by their first name. But we have the honor of saying, hey, dad, hey, mom. Isn't that incredible? And when you grow up, and you leave the nest, another wonderful way of honoring is just stay connected. Visit. Call them. Let me tell you something. When you're older, it's a very different how you show honor than when you were a child. It's even more different than when you're a young adult or when you're a teenager. But one thing is for sure, 
we always can honor at every season of life. While we're required to honor parents, I want to shift us a little bit here. It doesn't mean that I have to imitate ungodly parenting. If dad or mom were to do something that's just really inappropriate, it's not okay to say, well, that's how my mom or dad did it. We're not to do those things when they're wrong. Let me show you how God speaks to us here out of Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 18 and 19. Then I, meaning the Lord, says, I warned their children not to follow in their parents' footsteps, defiling themselves with their idols. I am the Lord your God. I told them, follow my decrees, pay attention to my regulations. Sometimes we have parents who really aren't saved and fully walking with the Lord. And sometimes they may look at you and tell you to do something that you know God says, that's not okay. And yet again, here the Lord gives us a directive. He gives us a warning. He gives us a command in Acts 5, verse 29. It says, But Peter and, and the apostles replied, We must obey God rather than any, any, any human authority. If we have parents who are teaching us to do things that are illegal, that are completely in violation to the Word of God, just stand on the Word there out of Acts chapter 5 and say, I can't do that. And God will protect you. He will help you through that. Now, let me address the big elephant in the room. Yes, we all recognize that some parents have behaved poorly. Maybe your parents were cruel, abusive, neglected. They neglected you, maybe physically or verbally abusive. And with these experiences, we find that it's like morally and psychologically impossible to try to honor them right now it is horrible to say but there are there really are some really unbelievable wretched cases out there and i pray that they're not the norm in our country God does not close His eyes or ignore the pain and the suffering that some parents willfully inflicted on their own children. He places great value on the home and on the family. And He holds mothers and fathers accountable for their parenting and their pain and their suffering they put on their kids. I mean, it says in Matthew 18, Will you read this with me? But if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. You see, the Lord understands the hurt. 
and the pain so many have endured. And it does not, doesn't escape his notice. He takes it incredibly serious. He knows that when a person is abused, when they're neglected, it affects him or her greatly. I mean, down to the very marrow of their bone. Maybe you've been hurt. Maybe you've been abused or you've been ignored. Maybe you've been neglected because of a parent. And you're asking, how do I honor such a parent? How do you walk in obedience to the fifth commandment? One of the ways is by forgiving him. It's by forgiving her. Forgiveness means to let go. It's saying, I refuse to let my past hurts and my sufferings to be alive and well in me, in my present day, in my future to be. I will set my present day, I will set my future free from my past because I will let it go. Maybe you're thinking, hey pastor, you have no comprehension of what I've been through. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what's been done to me. Folks, I would never try to belittle or try to act like I get it all, because I don't. I don't understand the violations that so many people have faced or that you have faced. So for those of you who have faced those extreme, the extreme worst that a parent can give, I believe God is fully aware of how difficult it is to forgive. And so does the enemy of your soul, Satan. It's how Satan has been so effective in bringing destruction to the family unit. The enemy of your soul knows that it's in the family that we learn so many of our core values. <laughs> we learn character and integrity. We learn work ethic and learn how to work with our hands or how to be creative and innovative. Where, it, where we experience love and acceptance and self-worth and friendship and support and hope and a future. It's in family that we connect. We get united to each other through our family traditions and those meals and presents and birthday cakes. It's family. The good times. The hard times. But always together. Time. Let me remind us all that this might be why God commanded us all to honor our parents, and maybe why God did not command us to love them. Because to command us to love someone was who had just betrayed the precious bond of parent and child. So sacred. Of course, being a parent who's the one in authority How can we command a child 
to do such a thing. I mean, think about the heaviness of that betrayal. Think about what's being asked of a child who psychologically and emotionally cannot comprehend all that's being done. But we can honor. And the reason we honor is so we honor God's word. And God says, so it will go well with you, so you will have long life. So God can do in you and in your family unit that was not done with you. And the family curse does not go from one generation to the next generation to the next generation. That it stops there. And you start a brand new vein. And the family tree can go deep, free from the destruction and the pain, and the misery that was not right to begin with. And we stop the enemy in his tracks. And who knows, as you begin to show honor to that role, to that position, something may begin to change in you. All of a sudden, freedom may start coming to you. And all of a sudden, your past is no longer impacting your decision-making today. And all of a sudden, there's a clarity, there's a freedom, there's a hope, there's a future. And if love begins to happen, (laughs) well, so be it. But let's choose to honor. Because God wants you to experience all the fullness of family. If not as a child, then as an adult. I believe that the greatest loss for every believer is when we are unwilling to forgive. When we're unwilling to forgive an offense, when we're unwilling to forgive being betrayed, when we're unwilling to forgive anything. And oh, how incredibly difficult it is when we need to forgive a parent. But don't be fooled. Forgiveness is a stronghold. When we refuse to forgive, that unforgiveness is a stronghold. And it's going to impact a marriage. It's going to impact a family. It's going to impact a career. It's going to impact your future. And Satan knows that. But in forgiveness, you're set free. But sometimes we think, well, you might be right, but not today. Well, make sure I read you this verse as we begin to close. It says here in Matthew 6, 14 and 15. This is Jesus. He says, if you, I'll use the name Marvin. If you, Marvin, forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But Marvin, if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins wow that's why god told us to honor that's why god's telling us forgive this is the most difficult place to bring forgiveness is in the relationship with family especially between parent and child but in that oh what freedom oh what victory Oh, what incredible power God puts on that family. You know, I know it seems silly, but it's important to remember. When you show honor to your parents, those kids behind you, 
They're watching. And who knows? You may have just taught them how to show honor to you. Will you pray with me? Father, I pray for everyone who's watching today. Lord, this is incredibly personal. Because not every family is perfect. I think no family's perfect. God, we all have issues in our hearts of some kind of family dynamic that just wasn't great. Maybe it was somebody else. Maybe it was dad. Maybe it was mom. Maybe it was us. But Lord, there's something there that causes pain. And so Lord, I pray for all of us. If there's a dynamic where we struggle to show honor, that you would help us to forgive, to let it go, to say to our past pain and hurt and suffering, you cannot be a part of my present day and my future. In the name of Jesus, I forgive and I let it go. And I start something new now in the name and in the blood of Jesus. Well, Father, I pray, help people right here, right now, Lord, to get on their knees and to give you their heart and to say, I forgive all of that pain, all of that hurt, that mom, that dad meant to or didn't mean to. I still hurt. Let me forgive. Give me the strength, Lord, to really let go. And your word says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Father, you love the family. And may we start fresh and new today as we forgive and as we honor father and mother. Bless your people, I pray in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Love you, church. Well, we hope this message helps you to take your next step closer to Jesus. Here's a great question to ask yourself right now. How will I be different because of what I just heard today? Well, for more info about us, go to rrf.church or find us on Facebook. I'm Pastor Marvin thanking you for taking the time to join us.